0: Hey guys, it's Scott from fxmissions.com. Just a note, I've finished the trilogy of anthologies from the forefront, and all three books are currently available on Amazon. Welcome to From the Forefront, an FX Missions podcast. Stories about courageous souls who felt the call of missions and obeyed. Hi, Scott McClellan here with your FX Missions from the Forefront Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Please do recommend us on iTunes or mention to a friend about our podcast. We'd really appreciate that. We're happy and excited today to be joined by John Clark. John is uh, with a group called SoulCon. And uh, John, welcome.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, Honored to be here.
0: Well, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Well, I just recently became uh, familiar with SoulCon. We'll dig into some of the details uh, there on the ministry and what you guys are up to. But before we do that, let's find out a little bit about John. I read some of your bio stuff, and you've had something of a decorated history in, in the military and, and in, in business. What, what can you tell us about yourself?
1: Well, I— uh... I was a United States Marine. While I was in this service, uh, I was in a reconnaissance unit, which is considered, I guess, Marine Special Forces. And prior to my first deployment, my actual deployment, a young man approached me and brought the good news to me in a way that I had never heard it before. I grew up in church. I had a great deal of uh, training, from I guess you'd call it a confirmation process, and mm-hmm. I felt that I understood, but when I heard the good news in the way this young man told me, I couldn't help but uh, be enthused by it, and uh, it really helped me a lot in some very uh very fearful times.
0: I can well imagine well marine you know I, I, some say, and you know, I'm not a marine, I have no military background of any kind. But some say that the Marines are, you know, they are, every Marine is a is a special force, and they always point to the double-length boot camp than the Army or whatever they call that a getaway process the Air Force does. I don't know. I'm not trying to disparage anybody. I'm just <laughs> trying to, I guess, repeat what my brother-in-law says. He was a reconnaissance Marine in the early 90s as well, so I think in that way he'd have that in common with you. Oh, excellent. Yeah, he was a battalion reconnaissance.
1: Yes, Um, absolutely. I'm familiar. Um, Well, the way I feel about it is that every man that uh, signs up for the military, regardless of what branch they're in, has basically signed a blank check for one life and payable upon whenever it's necessary. So I have a great deal of respect for every branch. Awesome. Well, Cool.
0: I learned a lot or everything I know about the Marines. I learned from my brother-in-law. He's a couple of years younger than me. He uh, told me about buds and, you know, all the stuff guys go through in that uh, training process. I guess the reconnaissance piece is what sent him through buds. I don't guess every Marine goes through buds. And of course you can tell very little I know about it just by what I'm saying, but uh, (laughs) it's, it's some tough readiness training. I, I, I gathered that much. can, can you confirm that?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, basically, you're taking – and uh, BUDS is generally something that, that is uh, for the Navy SEAL teams. We got all different kinds of cross-training, so I'm sure that that's where that came from. But uh, when you take a uh, a Marine that has been through – because every, every Marine is a rifleman. They, we've been through all the same training. And then you put them through advanced training, you – Basically, get the the best of both worlds. So, it's a pretty it's a it's a unit full of mighty men, a unit full of professionals. That's probably the the thing that I miss the most about that part of my life.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure that the brotherhood aspect of uh, a small teams unit like that is a is a powerful thing. I I I know that to be true. So you went after you after you finished up with the military, you, do I understand it right that you went into law enforcement?
1: Well, I went into, uh, into corrections. I okay. started off okay. in adult corrections as a uh, prison emergency response team officer in uh, for the Department of uh, Virginia's Department of Corrections, of uh, mm-hmm. Virginia Department of Corrections. And I ended up going into juvenile detention as a drill instructor for a juvenile boot camp. And uh, – both places were very interesting places to work, very challenging. Unfortunately, coming out of the military, the skill set that I had developed didn't really lend well to hmm. most careers. But yeah. uh, I moved through uh, through that time of my life. And when I ended up, I guess, reaching a crossroads, I took a job in retail security. And okay. It ended up being for uh, Walmart.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: because they they don't post, you know, Walmart security. They post retail security, and then you find out it's right. Walmart. And <laughs> uh, I I worked as a uh, loss prevention associate for several years, and I had a pretty good degree of success in that. But the more I hung around the stores and watched how kind of family oriented the staff is. And how how close-knit they are, I kind of decided that I wanted to be part of that. Um, I was uh, approached because of my background in the military about leadership and I was kind of happy to have a job where people you know th- there wasn't a potential for people to hurt me like in my in my, <laughs> in my in my last uh, career. so
0: yeah, yeah
1: I ended up going through their management program. I Actually, ended up going through two. I was I went through the tail end of an old program, and then they they asked me if I would help uh, with the first class of a new program. So I got a little bit of double training there, which was interesting. But I ended up staying with hmm. Walmart for a total of fifteen years as a wow. uh, as a store manager, and that was a uh, that was uh, challenging in its own right. But it gave me a. Well, I honestly feel like everything that I've done uh, has prepared me for the position I'm in now. And part of that being with Walmart was just learning how to deal with such a diverse group of people, both in background, education, age, and just learning how to communicate effectively with different people because everyone has a way that they want to be communicated with.
0: Right, right, for sure. Well, I can well imagine, or maybe I can't, but I... My mind uh, dizzies a little bit in terms of the diversity you must have encountered there. Tell us about what you're doing right now.
1: Well, um, it's interesting that you mentioned the camaraderie and the brotherhood of the Marine Corps because um, I've found what I would say is even a more effective brotherhood in the Ministry of uh, Soulcon, which. SoulCon so, yeah. stands for soul under control of the holy spirit and it's a uh, military themed uh, men's ministry not military in the modern sense but more or less themed after uh, david and his mighty men and that that military ah. so we talk yes. about captains of hundreds and captains of thousands and and things like that in our in our organizational chart so it could kind of throw somebody that's not uh, familiar with the Bible, but it does tend to bring yeah. people in. They can identify with the military thought process. And uh, we do get quite a few veterans, but having been in the military is not a requirement. And in some cases, okay, I, even with myself, I found that um, some of the, my military experience was kind of a hindrance to my success and, Wow. Okay. Interesting. I guess you what you learn.
0: You know, I, I got tons of respect for the military, and uh, especially for the readiness piece of what you know the, the the military stands up a ready force, and 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 some of them very ready, and and having to respond on a routine basis. I think in the terms of readiness, I could see where uh, Solcon could have and probably does have a very impactful ministry in terms of having people at a point of readiness mentally, spiritually, even physically. I've looked a little bit at some of your content on the website. What, what's the main goal that Soulcon's trying to accomplish, or maybe a few of the main things that Soulcon's trying to accomplish?
1: We are, we're trying to activate men in a way that they may not have been activated in the past. In scripture, it talks about the master's house having many um, many vessels. I'm sorry, right. vessels. Yeah, vessels. Some, yeah. some made yeah. of mm-hmm. earth and wood, some made of uh, crystal and and gold, and that the master picks whatever he needs for that's appropriate to whatever he's trying to do. And what we're trying to do mm-hmm. with Soulcon is we're trying to prepare ourselves to be ready to serve in any way that the Lord will want us to serve. We meet men where they are spiritually, mentally, physically, and we encourage them to improve themselves in every way. Many times mm-hmm. when you get men together in an environment like that, it causes uh, competition because men are, uh, mm-hmm. you know, lean towards that. We've kind of yeah. put that to the side because we, we focus on what we call you versus you for him. We encourage people to celebrate the victories. For example, yesterday, part of our training was what we call max Pushups day. Okay. And what that is, is during a 24-hour period, you try to do as many push-ups as you can. That's, that's the challenge for that day. All the challenges aren't physical, but that particular day. And there were guys that were posting their totals. And some of the totals were amazing. And then we had a guy that totaled three. The Mm -hmm. thing about that gentleman was he's got some significant physical issues that kept him from being able to probably even do push-ups. And he still was able to push himself to do three, which was the absolute best that he could do for the Lord and yeah that got more celebration on our social media platforms than a lot of these guys that were putting up astronomical numbers and that's really what we're about
0: wow that that is that's inspiring i'm tracking with you i'm not familiar with the you versus you for him kind of uh, vernacular but it makes sense what you're saying so how do you guys accomplish your Training. Let's talking to somebody here who's almost a blank page. As I'd mentioned, what kind of things do you guys do? How do people? I'm guessing there's some type of onboarding process or familiarity process. I found out about you guys from another friend who basically just said, "Have you ever heard of SoulCon?" (laughs) That was it. You know, (laughs) no, okay, no, I hadn't. So obviously, I I have by now, but. Tell me more about the on ramp or, or, or how you guys do what you we do. We currently
1: have about 36,000 followers on all of our social media platforms. Got over 10,000 active uh, members that are either in a challenge or have been through a challenge and are following the lifestyle. Okay. The basic process is to uh, go to soulcon.com very succinct breakdown of what we do. And then at the bottom, it, it basically says, do you want to or do you not want to? And you you pick which route you're going to go. We have okay. a SoulCon app for the smartphones that is incredibly deep with um, content, all different kinds from written content to uh, short weekly videos, weekly teachings uh, from one thing that's unique about our group is that we encourage guys that are within the group to make content for the group. They're not just hearing from me or the, the senior leadership. They're hearing from guys that are going through the same process with them at the same time. So, well, we also do challenges mm, with see. them, but they're hearing from guys that yeah. have been through one challenge or 10 challenges or 20 challenges. The mm. challenge itself is based off of a book that was written by our founder, Cody Bobay called the Khan Challenge. It's a six-week devotional. The first 77 pages of the book are an explanation of what it's all about. Kind of get your mind into what we're going to be doing. Page 78 is day one of a uh, story of 12 guys going through a fictional extreme discipleship program, basically boot camp for Christian men. And they're, mm-hmm. they're training with a former special forces commander. They go through a ton of physical and a ton of spiritual challenges. And it pretty much follows day to day through their, their graduation. The, the transformation for our average guy is absolutely amazing. If you put 25% effort into the program, you are going to be 25% better when you finish the six weeks.
0: So the the challenge is, uh, on your website there, if somebody goes to soulcon.com and clicks join the challenge, there's the on-ramp for, I guess, what is your primary way for people to connect to what SoulCon's doing, guys, men, to connect to what SoulCon's doing. And people who aren't familiar with that, it's pretty straightforward. Soul, as in you have a soul, you are a living soul, dot com. Join the challenge is the link, I think, where that stuff is yes, that sir. you mentioned. Okay, cool. How long has SoulCon been around? I feel like I've been under a rock because this is cool stuff, and I, I can't believe I haven't heard of you guys. Well,
1: let's see. Cody... Got the nonprofit status in 2014 when he was writing the book. Okay. okay. The book was actually published, I believe, in 2017. Okay. And at that point in time, he was grabbing local guys, and they did what they called Team Alpha, which was the first challenge team. Somewhere between 20 and 40 guys. I hear different numbers each time I hear the story. But um, uh, we just uh, last Monday, we started our uh-huh. most recent challenge, which is Challenge Quebec. So, using the military phonetic alphabet, we've gotten from A to Q. And periodically, we do these challenges as a group. We started off with 20 to 40 guys, we now average between 1,000 and 1,500 guys doing the challenges at the same time all around the world. We are in. Every state in the in the U.S. and we are in 34 countries around the world currently.
0: Wow! Now, you, does the app, the smartphone app, does it help people who are part of the challenge uh, get their daily stuff, or how do people get their content as they're a part of the challenge?
1: You're going to get it through the book. The book is available through the shop on the app. It's also available through Amazon. It's a fourteen. 14- okay. 14.99 price point it's not a, a heavy load and not a big spend there right, right? and actually yeah. that is the only fee that's involved anywhere in the in the program and the money from the book goes directly to the ministry it does not go to the author cody had it set up that way from the very beginning everything right. else all of the content and all the things that we do to facilitate the challenge is free of charge so Wow, It's a paramilitary, I'm sorry, a parachurch type of organization where we can come into a church where they don't have an effective men's ministry or they don't have a men's ministry at all. Men can pick up this book. You can do the challenge by yourself. If you buy the book, you can go through the challenge the same way that everybody else does. We just find that it's more effective to do it in groups of two to 12. And we facilitate yeah, it on yeah. a large scale through Facebook.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, if somebody wants to find you on Facebook, is that facebook.com SoulCon?
1: I believe so. It's going to be the, uh, look for the SoulCon community. That's the first. step. Okay. Out. SoulCon community. SoulCon community is open to anyone, male or female, whoever is interested in, in looking at it. When you join an actual challenge, our next challenge is Challenge Romeo which will be June uh-huh. 24th, when you join that page, you are on a private page. So okay. if you are looking yeah. for prayer, if you're looking for guidance, if you are repenting, if you are doing whatever it is that you need to do, you, you have a, a certain level of um, privacy. And we try to include the family as much as possible there's a few things that we don't include them in. They're not included in our weekly team calls. We do a weekly team call on what's called the Zoom platform where guys can, mm-hmm. yep. can interact. And we usually give a, a, maybe like a 20 minute message during an hour long call it gives everybody a chance to see each other, talk to one another. That's a team, team only thing. And the book itself And the Facebook page for the team are all considered to be, you know, for the men only. The rest of it, for example, you know, in in my case, I was uh, sitting on the couch one night, staying up too late on uh, Facebook to argue with people about politics. And I came across SoulCon and I saw the tagline, you know, drop your fork and pick up your cross. And I thought, wow, Christian diet program, it's a win-win. And then I realized how much more there is to it. And yes. that night I bought the book and I began looking at the app and looking through the weekly teachings and the week, uh, the daily devotionals and getting the push notifications. And like I said, it's all stuff that we do every day and we do it free of charge. But mm-hmm. the more I looked, the more I studied, the more I read, the more it was impacting me. And initially, my wife was not sold. She had mm-hmm. put up with my male shenanigans for many years. And yeah. once she realized that this was the real deal, she became my exercise partner and my meal prep partner. And we have grown much closer because of this ministry, even though it is a men's only ministry.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, they gave her a new husband, it sounds like. <laughs> That is wonderful, man, and powerful. Reporting community. Um, yeah, a, Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Getting into a little bit of the physical piece of this, as I understand it, Cody Bobe, who you mentioned, is founder, uh, founded the uh, the Soulcon Challenge, wrote the Soulcon Challenge book, and and kind of, I guess, was initiator on a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff. He's a. Do I understand right? He's a physical trainer, or or some kind of a. I know he's got military background, but doesn't he also Isn't he a fitness professional?
1: Well, Cody was a naval air crewman. He saw service during uh, Desert Storm, I believe it was, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, one of those conflicts at Uh at that point. He came back and he became the physical fitness coordinator for his unit. And when he got out of the military, he used his uh, GI Bill and whatnot to study— physical fitness, nutrition, all different aspects of that. And Uh once you've gone through the program one time and realize all the different levels that it hits you at and all the different ways that it improves you, you realize that it was very purpose-driven. Obviously, he didn't come up with it. It came down to him. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, the, uh, the training and the the educational background really shines through in the book. Yeah, he is—he yeah. is a top-tier physical trainer and a top-tier physical specimen, from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked out with him a few times, and sometimes it wasn't that much fun at all. <laughs> you know, you
0: got a hold of somebody uh, that can uh, turn the knobs on you. You know, mm-hmm. when when you leave a workout. Wishing you hadn't shown up. I completely have done that a few times. I've never given it too often to other people, but I received it as a gift a few times.
1: We had a, uh, a a time when we went to a men's event, and we got we had an open workout that anybody could come to, and it was a pretty pretty tough workout. And after the fact, one of the men said he talked to us like he loved us, and he worked us like he hated us. <laughs> So, but yeah, uh, Cody is a very rare individual, both as far as his walk with Lord, the way that he leads us in the uh, executive team. Mm-hmm. He actually, the, the the reason why I even have this position is because he was called to another area of ministry that he just two weeks ago finally announced. And that's what's ah. called uh, Gaborum Productions, where he's going to be Along with his partner, Cliff Graham, they're going to be uh, producing biblically-based action shows to kind of go up against your Game of Thrones and shows of that quality. So it's uh, supposed to be some very exciting stuff, and he's going to be deeply involved in that. So I had been a volunteer uh, leader for a long period of time, and when the time was right, he offered me the position of CEO, and there was no way I was going to turn it down.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to get the details about anything that is is public information about that. We want to include uh, some of that information in our show notes as we uh, publish the podcast, uh, just in case people want to go over there and take a look. Very, very cool. So just to summarize where we are so far, and we've got maybe 10 more minutes uh, to go here, I want to make sure and get anything that you feel is important that you know, we may not run up on otherwise, but there's Soulcon con challenge book available on Amazon. Also available at Soulcon.com. This outlines a, a challenge that, as you said, wasn't something that Cody came up with, but something that came down to him. And there's uh this is a men's ministry. It's, it's a, a challenge kind of environment, which I think men respond well to. I know I have, uh, Benefited from being challenged, like you say. It's uh, he talked to us like he loved us, and he worked us like he hated us. Men respond to that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes, you know, do. it's it's uh, it, it's it's awesome. And if folks want to find out more about that, they can they can do that. We'll link some stuff on our Facebook page as well. Back to you guys, and make sure we help people find you, help guys find you. Well, that'd be awesome. Awesome. Now. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I remember I was a young adult in the nineties. I had my 50th birthday recently. So I'm in that age bracket where I remember Promise Keepers and some of those things. I was in Christian radio at the time that Promise Keepers was really at its peak. But tell me how this differs. If you're familiar with Promise Keepers, which you may not be, but if you are, how does this differ from Promise Keepers?
1: Well, I guess the the biggest way is that we are through the challenge and through repetitive challenges, we're trying to help men to develop a sustainable lifestyle in their walk with Christ, okay. where they're you know honoring the temple of the Holy Spirit that was given to them. That doesn't mean that you have to be an Olympic athlete. That just means that right you know. Um, says, you know, die to yourself and pick up your cross and follow him. If you're physically incapable of picking up a cross and following, then how is God glorified? So, Yeah, how's that going to work, right? (laughs) We have gentlemen that are far, and I'm very close to your age, by the way, just a little bit younger. Gentlemen that are far in advance of our age that do this. Some of their challenges, they may park on the opposite end of the Walmart parking lot to walk in and walk back out. Basically, the, the emphasis is leaving it all on the field for Jesus each day. So whatever that is to you as an individual. And like I said, we meet men where they're at. So if you can't do a single push-up or if you can do 100 push-ups, great. <laughs> it, God doesn't care how many wow. push-ups you can do. You're basically disciplining yourself to prepare yourself to deal with times that you're tempted, times that you're that you're feeling weak well, I was able to push through this, mm-hmm. so why can't I push through this situation? If you're following what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The The differences we're giving gentlemen, well, we're making a call for men to step up and step in the gap. I don't think that the lies of the world have been effectively addressed in men's ministry. We're brought up to believe that You know, you're a big boy. You did that all by yourself. Good job. That's the first, one of the first affirmations that we get. And that's one of the first ways that we get separated from the power of our father. Wow. And as fathers, as men, we're not fully trained. We're not fully trained to be Christians. We're not fully trained to be fathers or fully trained to be men. If you can Mm -hmm. find a method for doing that, which Solcon is an effective method, then you're going into the battle that we face every day with the tools that you need to be successful and to uh, glorify the Lord. Wow. I, I liken it to, you know, cause I see men walking around on a daily basis that look miserable. Uh, they're miserable yeah. because of their physical condition. They're miserable because of uh, how their life has gone. And even Christian men, uh, they don't understand why yeah. these things are happening happening to them. But I'm sure that you have experienced the joy of salvation and mm. the, yep. the the fire that you get inside you when Christ comes into you, the Holy Spirit comes into you. But then what? Yes. We, we don't continue the training. So basically, when we're dealing with the enemy, it's like if you or I walked into a, a cage with a trained UFC fighter. We might be able to hold our own for a few seconds, but it's not going to go well. And <laughs> the, the point here is right. if you can break it down to the beginning, humble yourself to the task and focus on successfully completing a six-week devotional that is challenging, you're going to be better positioned to be the kind of man that God wanted you to be to be the kind of father, the kind of husband that you want to be. To be successful on a consistent basis. What we're hoping is, well what we're planning is that this is going to be a revival that starts with each man individually and then we start linking shields together similar to the uh the phalanx that you see in some of the old movies with the uh the the old warriors. So, yes, yes. Absolutely
0: those are powerful images that's because they're right there at the root of life you know sure. uh, I think this is you, you, I mean there's a thousand things I could ask and and think just because i'm very I'm stirred by what you're saying it, it's it's uh being fully trained, you know you know that turns turns my knobs a little bit because i I think the way I was raised as a, as a young man. And I think this may not be that unusual as young men or as as uh as children uh male children i think i w- i remember being largely ignored by uh adult males mm-hmm. and uh and you know i I remember the first time that uh that I was addressed by a man was greeted by a man as a young man who wasn't part of my family. Uh, I was visiting a friend and this, the guy, the, the the older gentleman, a grandfatherly age, he was a grandfather of my good friend. He happened to be the sheriff of our county. We walked up, just the men were there talking. And he said, he greeted me, you know, in a creative sort of way. He called me by a nickname that I didn't, you know, know he was calling me by. I completely got, didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't. I just said, there's no way that older esteemed gentleman is talking to me. Not possible. (laughs) You know, I had just didn't have a clue. And my friend bumped me and he said, did you hear him? And I said, he wasn't talking to me. He said, yeah, he was talking to you. So I, I, you know, I, I wasn't trying to be rude. I just didn't get it. But that was, to me, helped me realize the environment that I grew up in where men weren't training young men and, and boys to be substantial significant unique but powerful and really to have some confidence of expression we are not fully trained we don't end up pro- fully trained <laughs> we need uh ongoing training i think too no matter how trained we are obviously i, I had some training since then we need readiness is about Continue ongoing training, yes, right? Not just what you've learned, and I think that's what you guys are uh, training toward. As you mentioned, the sustainable lifestyle.
1: Once you've learned to control your mind, will, and emotions. Once you've learned that God has a plan, that God's in control, and that you know things like submission and obedience, those are considered to be weakness in our society. But that's Mm -hmm. really all that God asks. So if we are doing that, we've got people that underestimate the manliness of the Savior. We just celebrated an act that he went through that no human being, no human male could have done. And he did that for us. Yes. He cleared the temple as a 33-year-old average build carpenter, Jewish carpenter, and I've been to Israel. I've been to the Temple Mount, and United States Marines couldn't couldn't uh, clear that temple the way he did. It's just amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, all these young men that are emulating athletes and movie stars and rock stars and whatever—they're kind of missing the point. The greatest yeah. man that ever lived. Long as we're doing our best to try to imitate him, we're going to be in good shape. And that's a lot of what the the training hinges on. So,
0: well, I think that there's something to the physicality of men. I mean, it's a part of who we are, right? right? I mean, I, I'm a father to three daughters. You know, I, I grew up with two, a brother on each side of me, one older, one younger, and it's just a different. It's different, mm-hmm. you know. It, it's different in the sense that you know we would. Uh, we were a little bit rougher when it came to, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, pl- you know, playing the girls. Just they, they, it's not the same. Well, that's another and, that's uh, another
1: key with the with the program having this many men together and taking the competitive part out of it, but requiring mm-hmm. transparency and accountability is a very powerful tool. Once mm-hmm. men realize that they're in a safe space to dump their garbage to lighten their load so they can get into the fight. It's amazing yeah. the things that come out and the things that are learned. You'll, you may post something on one of the, uh, the Facebook pages and you'll get, Oh, I'm praying for you, brother. Oh, sorry to hear that brother or whatever. But then all of a sudden you'll get a guy that says, Hey, I had that exact same thing happen to me a couple of years ago. And this is what I did. And the most amazing part of that is one the person gets the exact kind of help they need out of the blue. And two, the person mm-hmm. that gave the help is empowered as well because they may never have given another man good advice before and been uh, thanked for it. So uh, yeah. there, there's a myriad of strong points in the program, and it all just meshes together uh, in God's design, I believe, to uh, produce yes. men of a, a a bit better caliber.
0: Well, I'm inspired. I'm going to uh, dig in a little more. I really appreciate you taking uh, some time. I would like also to invite you guys back on the podcast downrange a little bit. If we can, we'll shift gears here for a Mm -hmm. sec. Do I understand right you guys have an upcoming men's event? And if yes, is that open or is that for people who are part of a challenge, who are in a challenge currently how does that, how does the men's event work? I think you guys do men's events. I should have qualified well, that.
1: We actually, we have a a group within our group. We have several different teams that do several different things because one thing that's interesting about the process is that once men are activated, men want to volunteer. And that's one thing that I always tell pastors when we bring this to a church. You are going to see men wanting to step up and serve. You're going to see men wanting to tithe. You're gonna see men wanting to back you up in every mm-hmm. way they can. We had more men that wanted to do things than we had things for them to do. So right. uh, we started to get a little bit more audacious in the way we were thinking and we we put together a group called the QRF or Quick Reaction Force. And okay. their job is to keep their ears open for men's events. We offer ah. assistance with men's events, we offer volunteers for men's events, and we offer speakers for men's events. And this coming up weekend, I'll be at Falls Creek. It's just south of uh, Oklahoma City, about 45 minutes okay. an hour south. It's yeah. the largest uh, Christian retreat in the United States, I believe.
0: And they okay. have it in
1: there called Men Rewired, which is uh, an amazing event. I was there last year. I'll be doing some speaking this year. And last year, I believe there was probably four to 500 SoulCon brothers walking around there in SoulCon t-shirts, which nice. got a whole lot of attention because it's not a SoulCon event. <laughs> right, the, yeah, right. There'll be plenty more. So, But just a very well-organized, well-put-together event. A fellow by the name of Bubba Burcham is the mastermind behind it, but it's the uh, Southern Baptist Conference, I believe it is, that, that puts uh-huh. it on. But, uh, yeah, it's amazing. So I'll be up there from Thursday through Saturday. Okay. Anybody's welcome. You awesome. might want to go on the website and and sign up before you show up. But if anybody's yeah. in that area, I definitely recommend them coming to it because it's uh, it's it's really impactful. Awesome,
0: awesome. Now, you, is it right that there's an event coming June 29th of uh, 2019?
1: Yeah, they've got a, a group of churches. The men's groups from the churches are going to camp out and they asked for a speaker to come out and challenge them and they couldn't find anybody that's more challenging than us. So I'll be out there on on June 29th. Um,
0: Awesome. 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 Well, very cool. cool.
1: So, you know, anybody that needs a a speaker for a men's event or any kind of event for that matter, but mostly men's events, we can get somebody to you that's uh, very, very talented. And even awesome
0: me. yes well <laughs> hey man I really appreciate you got you coming on the podcast and uh, talking to us about soulkana it's my prayer and belief that we'll connect some guys uh, with your what you guys are doing join with you guys in seeing guys rise to the challenge of that sustainable readiness lifestyle for the gospel and for uh, for Christ now, as we're as we're uh, wrapping up here, I'd just like to make sure and reiterate any uh, contact information folks can find out about SoulCon at s o u l c o n dot com, right? And there's also yep. apps for the for the the smartphone platforms.
1: That's available
0: um, on Apple and in um, uh, Android. Android or whatever. Yeah. So the if someone wants to reach out and ask for us, uh, you know, assistance at whatever level, speaker, or, or find out more, should we send them there to the website? How, where should sure. they go?
1: There's, there's a path in the website. There's also a path in the, in the app. And like I okay. said, the app itself, uh, whether you've decided to take the SoulCon Challenge or not, I highly recommend the app because it is just loaded with excellent content. And the more you look through it, the more you'll find that will be helpful to you. As far as the challenge itself is concerned, like I said, it is not, it is a physical, partially a physical challenge, but don't mm-hmm. let that hold you back from what it can do for you in all areas of your life. I assure you that if you take the challenge, you will never regret having taken the challenge. Mm. Absolutely. So join
0: the challenge is the link on soulcon.com. Also the SoulCon challenge book available on the SoulCon site or also on Amazon. Yeah. I look forward to talking to you guys da- again, again, and Absolutely. to everything the Lord's going to do with you guys. Really appreciate you coming on John.
1: Well, thank you again for the opportunity and uh, good to get an opportunity to uh, speak to everyone.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much. As for me, I'm Scott McClelland, and this is the FX Missions From the Forefront podcast. To contact me or us, please do so at fxmissions.com. Until next time, have a good one. This podcast made possible through the partnership of Engaging Missions Show, bringing missions home, and encouraging you to hear a message, make connections, and take action. Find out more at engagingmissions.com Thanks for joining us for the FX Missions podcast From the Forefront If you'd like to find out more about FX Missions, please do so at our blog fxmissions.com With quite a bit of content out there we hope you enjoy it Also, if you'd like to rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, we would really appreciate it and find out more about today's guest at our Facebook page just search for From the Forefront on Facebook if you know of someone who should be featured on From the Forefront because of their Forefront missions experience or exploits please reach out to us at info at fxmissions.com thanks again for joining us and until next time I'm Scott McClellan and you have a good one